Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle podcast. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you're going to hear actionable and practical tips and strategies to live your absolute best life as a Christian. I want to thank you again for taking your time to listen to this podcast. And so let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. Anyone who has ever achieved at a really high level knows there is no substitute for practice. Sure, we've all heard stories of an exceptionally gifted person who was able to master a subject or a discipline on their very first introduction to it. But those kind of people are exceptions and not the norm. For most, mastery takes hard work. The best writers and thinkers and players and workers and musicians are often referred to as those who put in the most time. We often hear comments like he was the first one in and the last one to leave, or nobody worked harder than she did. After he examined what makes successful people successful, Malcolm Gladwell suggested that it takes roughly 10,000 hours to become an expert in your field. 10,000 hours. Basically, five years of full-time work, according to the American Work Week. In other words, practice. Doing the same thing over and over and over again, that's how you get to be good. That's how you grow. And so the question here in this podcast is this, does this translate to Christian discipleship? Is it possible to get better at showing mercy, to grow in generosity, to become more loving, to be a better neighbor? And if yes, is growth in these areas related to practice? Put another way, is the Christian life like everything else in life? Is it a matter of putting in the hours or giving ourselves over and over and over again to the discipline of cultivating a virtuous life? Is it possible for us to say to someone who manifests an astonishing amount of generosity, that's the most generous thing I've ever seen, only to hear from them, you know, the more generous I am, the more generous I become? I think the answer to these questions is yes. The Apostle Peter certainly was very comfortable speaking about practices tending toward growth in Christian discipleship. He writes, For this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, for if you practice these qualities, you will never fail. I would encourage you to go to 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 5-10 through 10 and see what those qualities are. But it's also the Apostle Paul who often used metaphors of growth and fruit bearing to describe the Christian life. It's in Colossians chapter 1 verses 9 and 10 that we find Paul saying, And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. You see, the more we give ourselves over to those things that are good and right and true and beautiful and lovely, the more they take root in us and shape us. In a strange way, we become like them by doing them. Philosophers and theologians alike have recognized this. The psalmist presents this principle when he speaks of those who worship idols, where in Psalm 115 and verse 8 it says, Those who make them become like them, so do all who trust in them. This is just the way we as humans were made to learn. More than we realize, our lives are molded by the rituals and the things that we frequently give ourselves over to. It's in this light that the wisdom of Proverbs makes good sense. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. Proverbs 22, 
24 and 25. This is certainly what is behind the old axiom that bad company ruins good morals. In a strange way, then, those things that we give ourselves over to typically shape us and make us, usually into their own image. God has made humans to reflect Him, but if they do not commit themselves to Him, they will not reflect Him but something else in creation. At the core of who we are, we are imaging creatures. It is not possible to be neutral on this issue. We either reflect the Creator or something in creation. What people revere, they resemble, either for ruin or restoration. And so it goes without saying, the more we give ourselves over to the virtues of the Christian life and the more we practice the ethics of the kingdom of God, the more those virtues and ethics will take root in us, the more they will shape us, and the more they make us into the image of the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who is perfect in every way. Thank you for listening to this podcast and sharing it with those that you love. It's my prayer that God may continue to keep you healthy and safe. And until next time, God bless. God bless.